Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of Epic Fantasy Romance. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Delightful. So if uh, you are on video or if you are a longtime listener with acute hearing, you will have noted that I'm outside in the grape arbor this morning. Uh, you don't get the great view of the garden. Uh, just me in the corner here, although you can see a little bit of my hanging basket. <coughs> but uh, yeah, I got out here a little late, running late this morning for zero good reason. I just wasn't ready to hop up and get at it. But anyway, today is whatever the hell day it is. It's Monday, April 17th. Um, yes, and I am down to the final stretch on rogue familiar. I'm thinking back to how I was like, oh, there's no way it'll be April 24th. I'll get it up way sooner than that. Ha ha ha. Ha 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 ha. Um, but it is very nearly done. Honestly. Okay, what's going on here? Huh, that was weird. I like flipped to a different screen to see what my word count was, which is just over 89,000 words. Um, and the, I don't know, the video didn't want to go again. That's why I get for being outside. I've got this at a slightly funny angle because of the, the sun coming over the wall. If I'm going to do this. I have to get out here earlier. Ah, but it's really nice to be outside. Uh, the lilac is starting to leaf out. We should get lilac blooms soon. Uh, we had a little bit of a freeze yesterday morning, which gave us a surprise to me. I should have been watching. So my hanging baskets got a little bit um, nipped, but I'm hoping they will come back. They're only slightly nipped, not hugely nipped. I also repotted this lobelia that I got. They, I got these two lobelia hanging baskets. I love them, but it's so dry here. They don't last. And so I'm trying to experiment this summer and I took the hanging baskets and repotted them into my um, self-watering baskets, which are the greatest invention ever. And boy, do they suck up the water fast from those self-watering baskets. So just a really water hungry plant of those lobelia. So we'll see how they do. Um, all right, back to rogue familiar. I have been, I've been working on it. I have been working on it pretty much every single day, even through the Jack Williamson lectureship. I worked on it for a couple hours Thursday morning before I left worked on it at Dorinda's house on Friday um, before we did our podcast. I'm glad all of you enjoyed our podcast, our giggly podcast. We had fun. Uh, I worked on the book more on Friday, like in between panels and stuff. And I worked on it um, Saturday morning for a little bit before we went and did the workshop. I have lots to tell you all about the lectureship, some thoughts and um, feedback and so forth. And (laughs) 
and then yesterday i got home saturday afternoon well like five o'clock on saturday so not terribly early but um and then yesterday i worked on it for like three hours so i have only got we'll see if this messes up again if i flip away um i've got less than three thousand words to go if my and i think my estimate is correct it's been spot on all along and only 17 pages left to revise so it's doable uh and then my good friend minerva spencer is already proofing it for me she did the first 100 pages so she's just coming up behind me so today i'll finish revising those last 17 pages i'm amazed that it's only 17 pages because i remember writing that recently and it feels like it was much much more words um, goes back to my thing which i have to remind myself I, it's good to, for me to talk to all of you because it helps me to remind myself too that you cannot conflate the experience of reading with the experience of writing uh, writing can feel so incredibly slow sometimes and then it just reads so fast. I think, oh, this is so laborious and long. And no, it's fine. It's perfectly fine. I'm kind of looking up at the grapevines to see if there's any signs of life in them. And I'm not not seeing a whole lot of glimmers. This is uh, that dicey time of year where you discover what made it through the winter and what did not. And there's lots of things looking very dormant still. So either they're smart or they're dead. <laughs> it's not much in between. Uh, so time will tell. Next few weeks will tell. There's probably a moral in there somewhere, right? So, um, so how do I feel about the book? I cannot tell. It's really good to hear Minerva. Um, saying that she's having to remind herself to slow down because she keeps getting pulled in and reading the story fast which is great to hear um and that she's enjoying it even though she hasn't been reading the other books on the series so that's all good um i just don't know why this whole time on this book i have just never felt great about it uh, but then i'm reminding myself too that i have had uh, a strange <laughs> last several months difficult in some ways um you know i i never want this is probably like my intj thing i never want what's going on in my life to affect my work you know i want to be able to just continue on with the work and that's really just not how we're built right as human beings so so yeah it's been um it's just been a strange few months and and I have to remind myself how difficult things have been you know and that my my 18 year old cat died and uh, that my I had several friends die and you know it's just been it's been a lot. So um, you know that's that's what we do right you know life knocks you off your yoga pillow you get back on and so i'm but this this book this book it'll be interesting to see like how much of this comes through um dorinda and i were talking about that some 
just how uh, when you're going through stuff in your life as a creative individual that stuff just goes into our work you know what's writing is about emotion uh, it's interesting so many people are saying that to me lately just coming from different places Dorinda was saying that um, and Kelly Robson always says that uh, you know that really it's about the emotion of the story and whatever we are feeling whatever we are going through in our lives it's just going to come out in those books um, it's just gonna emerge and it's the blender setting might be super high and so we might not know that that's what's going on but yeah it's um I'm, I'm distracted sorry I hear my husband leaving going to the store or something um with the blender setting high you're not going to see stuff in there like oh my cat died or oh my friends died but the emotion that's in there um, underlies everything. So um, I don't feel bad about this book but I just never quite got the the high on this book that I I get on some so it's it's immensely helpful to have people reading it and saying that they're enjoying it so we shall see um, really grateful that uh, Minerva is doing the proof for me because I probably won't have time to do the out loud proofing has to be uploaded by the 20th and so I'll, I'll send it for formatting on Wednesday. So I've got three days to noodle on it and mess with it and I'm it may not take that much we'll see see how far I get today and then maybe I can do some out loud proofing but um, I think it's come together as much as it's going to I think I think all along I was trying to make it be something that it's not and it's just a different story than what I thought it was going to be and which happens all the time right. So um, so yeah I'm I'm a little bit tired but I'm also sort of in this zone at this point. Let's talk about the lectureship. The lectureship was really fun. Uh, it was um, for those who don't know the Jack Williamson lectureship is at down at Eastern New Mexico University in Portales. Jack Williamson was a um, science fiction writer uh, grew up in Portales lived his life there was professor dean of science fiction at the university and they have this he founded this lectureship and they keep it going and it's um it's really unusual in that it's a very small student population that attends and all of these really amazing authors come so guest of honor this year was Arkady Martin uh, and Connie Willis was the um, master of ceremonies uh, as she is every year and she does an amazing job and she did an incredible workshop we'll talk about that son. Uh, Walter John Williams was there Dorinda Jones uh, a bunch of other people uh, I won't name all the names because I'll forget some of them but it's um, it's really an amazing concentration of authors in this very small town and we end up having these great conversations together 
so I did um, a panel with uh, Dorinda and Emily Ma and Connie and Walter John and on world building and we had a really great conversation about world building. There were a lot of people there um, and the students asked really great questions and we really got into um, debating details like the details of world building and how details are what elevate and illuminate the story. They are part of what make the texture of the world real but then they are also the things that come to bite you in the ass if you're not careful later. Uh, and I was talking about because I'm so heavy into this revision and I shared this in my Patreon and discord. I've um, thank you all of you who have signed up to be patrons and to be there and discuss in part of the community. We've already had some great conversations and I created a couple of channels. One was typo of the day. Uh, and then another one is just sort of like random writing tips that I am doing as I think up stuff. But I had you all know that um, or maybe you don't if you're new but as I write as I draft the book I put things in square brackets uh, for me to check later so that I don't get out of the flow of writing. And so I had a line in there where Sully is thinking about how she um, knows what these herbs are. Uh, she could identify them from back when her grandmother taught her to pick them. And so I had put in square brackets check because I wasn't sure exactly what I had said about Gabriel and Celia's grandmother. Grandmothers right there should be two. I knew I had referenced previous generations but I wasn't sure exactly what I'd said about them and how long they've been around and would that be accurate. And so when I came back to it upon revision and I saw it and it was like well why does it matter Jeffy? <laughs> why do I need to go check this about the grandmother instead I just changed the line to when she had learned to pick herbs. We don't need to know. Now sometimes that kind of detail can be elevating but sometimes it'll just be something that two or three books down suddenly I'm trapped into this grandmother that knew how to pick herbs and who was there at this particular time in Sully's life and maybe that's not going to work later. So that's one of my tips of the day is to avoid details that that don't really elevate or illuminate the story that it won't matter later. It's it's hard to know what they are. Um, Connie Willis was telling this great story about um, writing doomsday book and the black plague and that she had run across this historical detail that about being able to hear the bells in other towns and as the plague came closer you could hear the bells in the other towns ringing for funerals because they had a particular pattern for funerals and so you'd hear like a funeral and then another funeral and then several funerals and then the bells going all day long and then silence. Isn't that hair raising? Because everybody would be dead in that town and so that was the she decided that was the essence of living with plague because you could hear it. You could hear this terrible thing coming and not know what it was and have no way to stop it. And that was exactly how she put it. 
Connie is really very smart. She's working on a book about writing which I'm super excited about because um, I think she really has a knack for teaching craft. So she said once she figured that out then she went back and layered bells into the book so that bells were a resonating theme. And I think that's what you have to do. You have to figure out which details are going to be illuminating and which ones are these toss off things that really aren't going to matter in the long run. Um, or when they do matter they only matter to mess you up. So so it's um I don't know if it's very helpful advice but just keep it in mind that details illuminate the texture of the world but then they also confine you once you decide on a detail it becomes part of your world rules and you have to stick with it. Um, then the other thing on and we did another panel that was kind of like a they call it short attention span where people just fire off questions and it's the end of the day and people weren't doing much firing but we still had kind of a long rambling conversation and it was fun. And then on Saturday morning and, and we had lots of lunches and dinners and that sort of thing the keynote lunch and everything. Um, so we had a great time that way. For the Saturday morning Connie teaches a writing workshop and she's this incredibly generous person in that she really wants the other guest authors to come and sit up front and uh, help her teach the class and she calls on us for insight because we all have different processes and we all think about things in different ways and it's both generous to to us to include us but then also it's just um, it's so nourishing. It's amazing to get to sit in a room with all of these other really expert amazing authors and have a conversation about craft. Uh, Connie was teaching uh, endings. She said you know we put so much focus on beginnings and instead she was talking about endings this time and it was really great. It was just um, made me think so much about how I do endings and how endings how I write endings differently now than I used to and especially now that I'm writing the ending of this book it was like oh okay well things to think about. And she was talking about the a lot of times when you reach the ending that's when you figure out what the book is about and that then the ending will tell you and you can go back to the beginning and work it in thematically thus the bells. She said um, like in Casablanca they couldn't figure out uh, how to end it they couldn't decide you know what Elsa should do and and then they until they figured out what the theme of the story was and then they realized that the let's see what did she say it is because I'm not a huge Casablanca aficionado. Well uh, that it was ultimately a sad story I can't remember exactly how she put it uh, and and that decided how it ends right and it also affected thematically how the movie worked. We were talking about Mrs. Harris goes to Paris turns out that Connie and I are both huge fans of Paul Gallico uh, a really underrated writer I feel like not that many people know who he is anymore but Paul Gallico wrote Mrs. Harris goes to Paris and they just did a remake and the movie is delightful it is so worth watching 
and we were talking about the ending of the movie that the way that it ends it says that it's worthwhile to dream. Uh, if they had ended it at a slightly different spot and I don't want to spoiler you all if you haven't seen it it would have said um, that it's not worth it to dream. So so I think that's the thing with endings as you figure out what story you're trying to tell and maybe I, that's what I need to figure out with this book maybe I've never been sure what story I'm trying to tell with it but it needs to um, the, the ending is what tells you and that's one reason why you have to finish the book. Uh, there are so many people who you know just write beginnings and there was one gal uh, at the lectureship who I've known for several years now she's an aspiring writer and she has so many beginnings of books but she she keeps stopping because she feels like they're not right and the thing is is you won't know until you finish the book you have to write all the way to the end and then you will know at least you will know something. So um thoughts for the day I'm going to maybe finish this book today we shall see uh if not you will all know but uh anyway stay tuned I hope that you all are able to get done what you need to this week and I will talk to you all on Friday you all take care bye bye.